Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. Your question for today is how do you overcome the need to people please, perfectionism, and also paralysis analysis? And have this conversation with you today. We have Dr. Sasha Hines. She's a developmental psychologist. She's an expert in positive psychology, behavioral change, really the art of and science of getting unstuck. Uh, she has her, her, her BA, her master's, her PhD at all these amazing Ivy League institutions. And I wanted to bring you on, Dr. Hines, to talk about this field of uh, adult development. Yeah. You know, we, we hear about, uh, we were talking before we started recording about child development, but development doesn't stop, you know, when you become an adult. And so we all have these issues where we feel sometimes stuck in, in these areas that we're talking about. You know, we feel the need to be perfect. Um, we, we get paralyzed because we don't know what to do and how to make a good decision. Uh, some people have a tendency to go out there and, and just uh, overly uh, please individuals. Where's, where's all that coming from? <laughs> it is a great question, which we'll dive into. But I, you know, I think that we need to rebrand self-help um, as adult development. Mm. We have relegated, I think, the most important task of adulthood, which, and, and frankly, of life, of being a human from cradle to grave is our growth and development yes. over time. And we've relegated in adulthood that task to arguably the cheesiest aisle in the bookstore, <laughs> right? So, um, which is to me a, a tragedy. <laughs> um, you know, I think that people are looking for help in um, humaning, in being an adult and, mm -hmm. and how to show up differently, they can recognize that they may have patterns like people pleasing and um, perfectionism. And then of course the paralysis that comes with all of this and feel like, you know, what's wrong with me? I'm 45 years old. Why can I not speak up to my boss? You know, why can I not um, say no to that cocktail party that I actually don't really want to go to. And it seems so childish. Hmm. Um, and yet we all struggle. Many of us struggle with this. In fact, you know, 60% um, of adults are not highly functioning in terms of their cognitive framework. So we've got a lot of work to do in terms of our adult development. And I think, you know, people pleasing, paralysis, perfectionism are all symptoms of what we call a socialized mindset. And that is a, you know, a mental framework that where, where you're embedded in belief systems where you're looking externally for validation. So you're making sense of the world based on, you know, other people's belief system, what other people have told you to believe. So you're following rules, so to speak, right? Rules of society, rules of your family, rules, perhaps of your religion, um, social norms, 
that you've observed. And they're not, it's not to say that we shouldn't follow rules. Like you think of development as, you know, concentric rings of a tree, right? So you want to, you need to pass through each developmental stage, just like children, right? We don't want to skip developmental stages. Each is important. But um, when the problem with that staying stuck in a socialized mindset, we want people to go through that. It's very important to learn how to be a good citizen. Um, It's very important to learn how to be a good team member and to um, compassionately want to show up for other people and learn how to be a part of, you know, a team. But we, you know, to be a leader in the world today, we need to evolve from that socialized mindset to a more self-authored mindset where your values and the structure of your ethics are internally derived. So you maybe have the same values, but instead of upholding them because you don't want to disappoint somebody, you uphold them because it's in alignment with who you want to be. And it seems like a very simple little, you know, it's not, doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it's an entire world. You know, it's an entire shift of a perspective in the same way that, you know, in child development, you look at um, little kids and uh, if you go up on an airplane and you're looking out the window and you have two little kids with you, you have a four-year-old and a 10-year-old, the four-year-old is going to look out of the window and say, they've become small. Hmm. The people are small, but the cars are small. Okay. But the 10 year old will say, no, they seem small. They look small because the 10 year old has developed a more sophisticated meeting making system. The 10 year old can understand, oh, it's a trick of perspective because Hmm. I'm so high. They look small. Whereas a four-year-old is still thinking, no, what I see is reality. And these, you know, they've now become little micro machines. Remember those little cars? They're like these tiny little cars, right? So all of a sudden, right, they think they can't understand. Oh, yeah, they've they've shifted in terms of how they perceive how I perceive the size of it. And the same is true in adult development when we're, you know, evolving from a more socialized mindset to a self-authored mindset. It's exactly the same kind of massive um, cognitive leap that we're taking in so our would, understanding what, of the world. So what would be some of the examples of, of that as it plays out? Just yeah, so like, for day. example, with like the people pleasing and the sort of perfectionism example, you know, imagine that you're at work and um, you didn't get in, um, you were supposed to do a deck for mm-hmm. your group and you didn't get it in in time. So the person who was editing it um, had to work on it over the weekend. Okay, and that person's not pleased about it. A person who is embedded in a socialized mindset, they're going to be very upset and concerned and worried and feel terrible because they've disappointed this other person and that other person's going to be mad at them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's going to feel very real to that person. It's not wrong. Right. But there are whole, like the reason to show up, the reason to do the quote right thing is because I don't want to disappoint somebody else. Someone who has a socialized mindset would feel, have empathy and feel badly for that person to have to work on the weekend and do it. But their core concern would be, 
I didn't show up in alignment with who I most want to be. Mm. They would apologize. They would repair that the injury with the other person, but the central concern wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, I'm a disappointment to somebody else. It would be, man, I didn't live up to my own standards of how I want to show up in the world and how can I mitigate that and maybe create um, like there wouldn't be the shame. You see, like the shame would be very strong in a socialized mm -hmm. mindset, like, right? They're they're wrong. They've done something very bad. Like it's almost like a child being punished. And that shame is such a barrier to growth because a person with a more self-authored mindset who maybe isn't experiencing the same degree of shame, but still is like, man, I blew it. You know, I didn't I didn't show up in alignment with my values, which is to be respectful of other people you know, to be professional, to be whatever, all these other um, punctual with the work I do, mm. they would be able to sit down and actually get feedback from others, be open to feedback, be open to feedback from themselves and actually sit down and think about like, okay, what were the way, how did this go wrong? How did I, you know, how did I get myself to a place where I turned this deck in late, right? How can I rectify that for mm -hmm. next time? So it's a, a, a belief system that's far more, it's just a more sophisticated, nuanced worldview, which is 100% taking into consideration other people's disappointment and recognizing that that may be the case. But the real issue that they perceive is I didn't you know, live up to my own self-authored values. Mm. And um, you know, people-pleasing, perfectionism, paralysis, like that's all occurring when we are looking externally for validation, right? People pleasing is about, let me do what I think you want me to do right. so I can control how you perceive me. Because the most important thing is not how I perceive myself, it's how you perceive me, right? And the same is true with perfectionism, right? It's not about living up to one standard of excellence. It's about do other people perceive me as excellent? And again, you know, it seems like a, like a little semantic different, but it's an entirely yeah. different world of um, development. And, and, you know, you can really see the difference when you, especially with the way people lead, um, you know, socialized mindsets, like, great there it's going to be a great team member right they're going to really like show up and do the work but if you're if you're in the role of being a leader um that the work of developing into a more self-author you know into self-authorship is a truly essential part of the work because you can't lead if you're taking everyone's temperature all the time to find mm -hmm. out how good you are and so how do you when we're talking about paralysis or people pleasing or the sense of wanting things to be perfect. So we're not perceived as, you know, uh, less than, how do you flip when we're talking about self-development, right? Adulted development, mm -hmm. how do we flip that ownership switch? Like how come some people seem to have it, right? And other people, you know, are, are in a different setting, you know, and what, what are the keys for, for people to, to get their agency back? Right. I mean, I think agency is such a great word. That's exactly what it is, right? It's, it's the, the ability to be able to define, um, to self-define as opposed to be looking to other people to define one's identity. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that, that you know, it's, it, the interesting thing about 
development in adulthood is that it's not, it's, it, it's not correlated with age. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can work with a client who's in her sixties, who's struggling with emerging from a socialized mindset, who's mm-hmm. still concerned with, but you know, what would my mom think about this? Right. Right. Um, even at 60 years old, it, and there could be, you know, a 22 year old who has already traversed that gauntlet and is much more self-authored in the way they show up and how they um, engage with the world. So it's interesting that there really is no um, relationship to age. One would think that there is, but there isn't. And, um, and I think part of that has to do with the fact that once we hit, you know, 25, there's this notion that once we've reached full, you know, physical maturity, that we've reached our full psychological, emotional, and cognitive maturity. And that's just not true at all. And there's very little framework, um, you know, in adult, in the adult um, experience to do this work. You know, we, we, kids go through school, there's milestones, there's, you know, they have to um, you know, show some kind of competence from year to year. And then they we have, we've ritualized it that they go from year to year and they've grown and developed. And then in adulthood, it's like you're 25 and the idea is like, oh yeah, you're cooked. <laughs> you know, you're good. <laughs> but that's not true. We're, we're constantly evolving into um, more sophisticated meaning-making systems. And, um, you know, where, where someone who, isn't riddled with that kind of like paralysis of perfectionism is, um, you know, they, they have the freedom of their own self-authorship, right? They're not having to, when they're, you know, the, 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 that writer's block, right? So much of what that writer's block is like, not just about, I don't know what to say. It's, you know, so much anxiety and fear about the anticipation of what are other people going to think about this? Mm. And a lot of people have that monkey mind. They have that, that squelcher, that critic. That's, Absolutely. That's loud. Um, and their exactly. mind is always eavesdropping on, on that, on that self-talk. So if somebody's is racing on the perfectionism or the people pleasing browse that, that treadmill, what, and they can relate to this conversation as they're listening uh, yeah. or watching this. Um, what, what would your advice be? Cause I think people know if you tell them, you know, that they, they actually have, that they give up their sovereignty or their agency when they make excuses or when they, you know, they, they see themselves more as a victim, um, that they don't take responsibility uh, mm-hmm. for their, their thoughts or how they feel. Um, but yet, the same thing with a lot of the work in self-help, people will know what to do, but they don't do it. Right. Exactly. Uh, or they try everything and they still, they're still unhappy for some reason. This is, this is amazing. Uh, so Dr. Heinz, what would, um, I, I would challenge everybody to take a screenshot of this and to, to post it online. Um, what can, what do you want to ask them if they're going to post something online and, uh, and tag, uh, uh which social media do you, do you Oh, Instagram. It's, Instagram. um, yeah, at D-R-S-A-S-H-A-H-E-I-N-Z. So at Dr. Perfect. Sasha Hines, yeah. Amazing. So tag Dr. Hines, tag myself so we get to see it. And then what do you want them to post? Maybe we could ask them a question or challenge them to do something. I mean, I think the, the biggest question always is, you know, 
allowing yourself, and this is where having a journal or some place that you write, um, when you get to that place of just can't move forward, you feel stuck. We all have that. We all have moments where that happens. What is the big, bad, terrible fear? What's the big, bad, terrible assumption that you're making? And Ooh. it doesn't, and, and don't worry if it doesn't sound, you know, very grown up. It's not, it's going to sound like a five-year-old, right? They're right. not going to like me, or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to destroy my career. It's like, none of it's rational. It's all, um, you know, they're not evolved right so recognizing like what is the big bad terrible fear that you're assuming is going to happen and and that that's what has you in its grips so the first thing is and and once you know what that is um you know if i can't write this piece then i'll never be a, a writer i'll right. never be taken seriously or whatever it is um if i blow this presentation i'll blow my entire career okay um you know, once we know what that assumption is, then you can start to get some feedback on it, like from trusted individuals, from yourself in the communities that you're in um, and having those vulnerable, honest conversations of like, does this actually make sense? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I, I love that. Thank you so much for being on our show. So much fun to talk to you. Uh, we'll do it again. All right. Awesome. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. 
I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour, yeah, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.